0: No country has ever prospered that failed to put its own interests first. We will no longer surrender this country or its people to the false song of globalism. New Right Network presents Right Now, the featured podcast of New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering the left, energizing the right. New Right Network, home of the New Right Movement. Hi, I'm Rob Harper, and welcome to Right Now Network's Right Now podcast. My guest today is Kevin Gutman. Kevin is a licensed mortgage banker. How are you, Kevin?
1: I'm great, Rob. How are you doing? Good,
0: good. So, today, if you guys haven't realized, we're going to talk about finances, more so finances for those individuals who are looking to retire. Kevin has written three books actually on retirement a lot of, most of them dealing with reverse mortgages so kevin tell us a little about your first book the title is the swiss army knife of retirement
1: so i wrote that in 2017 because most people have myths and misconceptions misperceptions they believe about reverse mortgages so it's 32 stories of how people have used equity in their home with a reverse mortgage to improve their lives in the areas of housing cash flow medical dream and legacy These are clients where I just wrote about their story and changed their names, obviously, to protect their privacy. But I I wrote it to educate people and to give seniors coming into or in retirement hope.
0: Right. Kevin, why do you think there is such this hesitancy for a lot of individuals, especially older, to uh, consider reverse mortgages or even look at the product?
1: I think some of it has to do with um, just how they grew up. that, the previous generation, uh, the, the great generation, greatest generation, Tom Brokaw called them, they are product of the Depression. They were taught you pay your house off as soon as you can. They're frugal, um, somewhat skeptical, too. Mm-hmm. Baby boomers, on, on the other hand, are a little more open and, and willing to uh, use debt in their favor. And so the tide is shifting. People are becoming more open minded as they learn about how the program has changed over the years and improved and become safer for seniors.
0: Okay, and individuals who are looking at retiring or are considering, let's say, looking at the product reverse mortgages, who do you think, or what do you think they should be looking and what types of questions should they be asking?
1: Yeah, good question. One would be to position themselves to take advantage of it. So the earliest somebody can get a reverse mortgage is 62. So, to be in a position where they could uh, eliminate their mandatory monthly mortgage payment at 62, which means they'd have to have at least 60% or more equity, then what they could do, I, I call it killing four birds with one stone. They could eliminate their mandatory monthly mortgage payment. They take that money they were paying on their mortgage, let's say it's 1500 a month, for example, and now they start putting it into their 401k or, or IRA during their working years. They delay Social Security until age 70 and then at the end, when they're ready to stop working, they have no mortgage payment, they have a line of credit on their equity that's growing, four, that's the fourth, where I, I didn't mention it, four mm-hmm. to six percent a year guaranteed compound interest, they have a stronger 401k or an IRA, and uh, they have the max social security they can access. So they're in so much stronger position uh, as they approach our, our going to retirement.
0: Right. And aside from that, Kevin, individuals who are looking, like you said, the earliest that they could do is at 62. Uh, Once they start looking at it, what should they talk to their families about? How should they prepare their families to let them know, hey, this is something that I'm considering? Because, again, a lot of them are thinking, I don't want to leave my children with a big debt.
1: Yeah, That's a great question. It's interesting because a lot of times when the children are in the meeting with the senior, when I sit down with them, the kids are all for it. Here's what they say. Mom and dad, we want to be sure you're going to be okay. If this is what you need, you do it. We're going to be fine. Um, I think what, what what it comes down to, too, is, and, and nobody says this, but the kids don't really want mom and dad to move in, and mom and dad don't really want to move in. To <laughs> they, they, seniors want to maintain their independence, right? and, and they want to stay at home. They, they're comfortable at home. So what they need to be looking at is, um, is this the right house for this stage of life? Because a lot of people, they raise their family and they've just been in their house 20, 30 years, and now they're all alone. They never go downstairs anymore. They live on one floor. Maybe they can't do the stairs anymore. Right. So that's the first question. Is this the right home for this stage of life? So that's important to be living in the home that you, know, you, you ultimately want to live in before you go on to heaven or, or um, go to the senior living center if you need to do that. So mm-hmm. is this the right home? The second thing is, do we have enough resources? The number one fear that seniors have is outliving their money. Think about this, Rob. Their whole adult life, money's been coming in, money's been coming in, money's been coming in. They're paying their bills. Everything's fine. Now, in their retirement years, money goes out. It just goes out. It doesn't come in anymore. And, and so they see these assets just depleting all the time, and they don't know how long they're going to live. They don't know what quality of life they're going to have, so they're nervous. They, they don't think they have enough. What a reverse mortgage does is we all have three buckets of money. We have our income, our assets, and our equity. If people tap into equity, it allows the other two to last longer. So it gives them uh, peace of mind, I guess you'd say, that maybe they'll be okay and will not live their money.
0: Right, right. So the other question that I have for you, Kevin, is what are some of the mistakes that people make when they're looking at reverse mortgages?
1: Yeah. I think one is they they don't get updated information. so uh, the last few years, the program's changed. It's gotten safer for seniors. Um, they They fixed some of the problems that they had over the years with the with the program that would make the national news a uh, mm-hmm. senior getting foreclosed on because they didn't pay their property taxes or right. a wife having to move out if their husband died and they weren't on the loan. They fixed that with two things. One is called financial assessment but well, we have to prove that a senior has enough income to pay the property taxes and homeowners insurance and maintain the home. So they're qualifying for loan. It's not, you have enough equity in your old month. Now they have to show they have enough income as well. And the other one is, if they, if they, um, oh, I just lost my train of thought. Can you repeat the question?
0: Well, the type of the mistakes that people make when they're looking at a reverse
1: reverse information. So the non-borrowing spouse was the other thing I was going to mention. Mm-hmm. The way it used to be is, if a wife was younger than her husband and wasn't on the loan and the husband died, she'd live in their, in their house all these years, she'd have to move. Well, that's silly. They fixed that now. Now we have the non-borrowing spouse, and even if the wife is younger than the husband isn't on the loan, if the husband passes on, the wife can remain in the home. So that's what I'm saying. They've really listened and, and um, fixed the, the problem areas that were causing people grief and right. difficulty when the, when the heirs would go to sell the house. So let's talk about that for a second, because you mentioned about how does it impact the heirs. Exactly. So at the end, the end meaning when the last borrower has to move out, they either go on to heaven or they go live somewhere else. They don't live in the house anymore. The heirs can refinance the house, keep it as a rental property. They can refinance the house and move in. It's interesting, less than one percent of the children want the house because they have their own house. Right. But every parent thinks my kid, I'm saving my house for my kid. You're saving the equity for your kid, not not the house. Mm. And then the third thing is um, they can just sell it and pay off the note. You've been listening to New Right Network. Mobilizing, countering, energizing. Online at newrightnetwork.com.